0: And good afternoon ladies and gentlemen, or good night as I say. Uh, Welcome to another edition of Devil's Advocate. I am your host, the boy, the renegade, right along with Miss D, Miss Roxy, and Miss Anissa. How's it going, Miss D?
1: I'm just hanging in there, uh, enjoying life uh, to the fullest as much as I can right now. I'm waiting to see what's going to happen in these next hundred days. I'm just still working from home, stay away from all the nuts out there in the world. So just just waiting to see what's going to happen in the next coming weeks.
0: Okay, okay, okay. And what's going on with you, Miss Roxy?
2: Tax season. Do you hear me? Stimulus. I am over here trying to stimulate everyone that I possibly can, all my customers, make sure everybody's straight. Um, and then I'm doing my little side, nonprofit um, work, trying to get everything together for summer camp, um, get us all signed up so we can get, get stuff together for this trade house. And yeah, that's it. Ain't not the way.
0: You sound like they, they sound like they over there busting your head.
2: You already know.
0: <laughs> all right. What's going on with you, Miss
3: Anissa? Well, well, like sis said, I know she working on a whole lot and I'm trying to help her. And I'm over here working on that trade spot, you know, working like a Hebrew. I have been found like four, five, six different places. I'm like, ooh, no, mm mm-mm, not big enough. Ooh, yeah, mm mm-mm, no, not right. So I'm gonna find something. I'm gonna find something to shake and bake and we gonna find it and we gonna be good. But other than that, I, I'm just trying to keep up with the world, keep up with the TV, try to stay in the house, watch these COVID numbers go up and just watch that uh inauguration.
0: Yeah, I know that's right. And of course, you know, I'm always busy, I always staying busy, just trying to. You know, I'm a small fish in this big-ass pond. So we're trying to work some things out on the media side, you know, doing all of that. Had to do a little uh, retooling and restructuring, but, you know, we're going to be all right. So, uh, ladies, we have a new president. Of course, y'all know that. Um, And, you know, he seems to be a lot more presidential. And um, I've been hearing reports about how... Uh, Biden is a fresh air from 45, a, a bit of fresh air from 45. And, you know, I somewhat agree with that, but then, you know, sometimes I don't. He's already signed um, a few executive orders, um, including about immigration, uh, taking down that damn border wall, uh, you know, uh, some COVID 19 restrictions, uh, uh, a little light mass mandate in public. And, um a few other things um Ms. D. what you got on that
1: well for me a lot of the executive orders he's putting in place um I, I agree with if you if COVID really is the pandemic they say it is and there really should be a mass mandate because I said from the beginning it doesn't matter what measures you put in place if everybody is not abiding by those measures if you have half of the population that's doing one thing and the other half doing another there's no true way to actually get that under control however i do think that there are a lot of things that are being undone and are being undone unjustly as a as just a way of being anti-trump um just like trump was anti-obama um, I think a lot of things are, I think they're reversing a lot of Trump policies just for the purpose of being anti-Trump, um, but it's going to be real interesting to see how the next 100 days plays out, but he's already rubbed me wrong because there is one thing missing from his 100-day plan, but we'll discuss that later.
0: Uh, okay. Uh, what you got, Miss Roxy?
2: Um, so I haven't had a real opportunity to see what's been going on with um, these executive orders only by hearsay, you know, with what my customers have been saying coming in today. So um, I do understand that there were some other executive orders that were signed, um, one for the food stamps to help people with low income that didn't have the opportunity. I guess they're giving them extra uh, maximum amount of food stamps. Um, So I guess that's good for the people that have kids and need assistance. Um, And then the stimulus checks, Uh, Making sure that the people that didn't receive their stimulus checks receive them. I think that's a good thing. Um, The minimum wage raise, that's a catch-22. Usually it helps Mm. some people and then hurts others. Um, So I'm not exactly sure how that's going to work out. And then I'm real worried about this additional stimulus. um, Only because over 4 million people didn't get the second stimulus check. Um, They paid out millions of payments to deceased um, stimulus recipients the first time and now this is the third time around and I'm still arguing arguing, and trying to fight for my customers stimulus payments um, that they haven't received this second time. So now that there's a third one coming around, the people that had to foul on their taxes for their second one, like what is that looking like for them? So um, that's something that I've been having to deal with. I know for sure um, when it comes to the customers that stimulus is a big thing. Um, I do... Agree with Miss D that I think that some of the things that they're doing, I think some of them is good, and I think that some of them they doing just to be able to prove a point um, with mm-hmm. the things that were going on before.
0: Oh yeah, all right. Yeah, Listen, I do. So what you got?
3: Well, the ladies put it in in plain English. I agree with them. A um, couple things though, you know. Um, 46 is gonna be really different. 46 is gonna come out swinging just like 45. 45 came in on some rah-rah, 46 is coming in on a on some organized rah-rah, let's say it that way. <laughs> He's coming in like, wait a minute, let me do this, let me rearrange this. And he ain't know what he was doing about this, you know what I'm saying? He want, he coming in like that. So we gotta, um, let's let it all die down. I believe that uh, he's trying to put the best foot forward. Um, he's trying to make everyone happy as everyone diverse. He's not trying to really help, you know, um, all white people, all rich white people. He's not trying to, you know what I'm saying? He's trying to be very diverse. That's why he's kicking in for the the stimulus. That's why he's kicking in for the, for the immigrants. Because there's a lot of people that are here that's already been here as well. Mm. that can't get their papers. You know what I'm saying? there's a lot of them that's already been here like they waiting to get papers and his at in 45 like sheesh you ain't getting no papers you know what I'm saying yeah you here but you can't even get your papers so they are what illegal immigrants so yeah I feel them yeah I want to get my you know people want to get their papers since you sitting on the land you want to get your papers to the land so I I understand that to a certain extent so I, I do understand that I'm not Really interested right now with um, excluding travel bland, uh, travel bans, and you know taking out these travel bans and all that. No, because we still up under the corona. We still need to be shut down, locked down. So I agree with that whole uh, mandated mask um, everywhere. I, I agree with that. I just, I just want him to, um, you know. I, I'm liking it. I ain't even mad at him right now, you know. I, I ain't even mad at him. Go ahead, Pimpson. You got, what, two days? You done been in there two days, and you about to have a weekend. You know what I'm saying? And he had a good inauguration, y'all. I'm sorry. I, I want to bring it up. Oh, my God, y'all. Did y'all, did y'all, did y'all, did y'all see it?
0: Well, my thing is, no. like, what I'm what I'm looking at. Oh, I seen it. Oh, my bad. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> my bad, I
3: seen it, it was good since that she ain't seen it and I seen it and I was like, oh, okay, my bad, my bad, my bad
2: go ahead. Yeah, I was definitely over here, like, yeah now, nah. all I have seen for the last two days is taxes, okay, that's it in the back of my eyelids, since they rolled up to go to sleep, girl, I seen it
3: it was good, can I talk
2: about it, can I, okay I ain't gonna say that. go ahead, my bad go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. have fun <laughs> you know, tell I me what I, I, I don't know, know. Why
0: not? I
2: didn't see it, I don't
0: Oh, oh, girl!
2: girl. It's, oh my it's
3: God! It got you excited. Talk about yes, girl. Listen, okay. So you know, you know, forty-five had to get his ass up out of there about eight o'clock. That motherfucker was out there like seven fifty something. He had a little helicopter. He said something to the people. He had to go. He couldn't be there, past 8. You got to go. You <laughs> got to go. So he went on across his little way. and Then he was like, Oh, I'm going to have me a send off. He paid them motherfuckers to send his ass off some damn where. <laughs> that whole crowd was paid for. Mm-hmm. Y'all seen it, sis? You seen it? All he got was a ride home. They, they, they gave him a little, wow, rah. There you go, and he got his ass on that damn plane with his with his family. You know they got kicked out of New York, so they all ready to Florida. Like, oh my God,
0: we got to go stay in Florida
3: because we can't stay
0: here in New York. Oh Lord Jesus. Well, the folks, well, some of the folks in Florida, especially, um, you know, uh, the mayor of Key Largo, uh, and, you know, some of the uh, county Democrats, they don't even want him there.
3: Listen, the only reason why, listen, the funny thing is, how you go to the same spot that you told them that you need them to find some damn votes for you? I need y'all to find them votes. I need y'all to find them $770. $7. Oh, I need you
0: to point. find some votes. That was oh. Joke.
3: I thought Florida was one of the oh Florida was one of the states that didn't vote for his ass yet.
0: No, no. Yeah. Even though Florida was red, that was in Georgia that he wanted to find the votes for. Listen, the he wanted the
3: everybody red. to find some... that dude was wanting every state to
0: find some votes for his ass because he was a poor loser. Well, yeah, and most of and most of these uh, most of the Republican Party is. I mean, they're they're really entitled. I mean, and it's showing up. You know, in various aspects of life, Um, they don't know. You know, like one dude told me, "Oh, well, I don't." You know, you're uh, you're not you're not you know you're not oppressed or anything like that, and you're not this and that. You know, the same old bigoted narrative that we hear often, all kinds of times, and you know, and this is why I put on my Facebook earlier. I said, "Look, do not black men and women, especially, do not take your ass into this military." because most of the people that are there don't like you just because of the color of your skin. The military is, to me, is one of the biggest Ponzi schemes or pyramid schemes I've ever seen. And that's really all it is, except for the people that you call yourself, you know, the narrative is supposed to be y'all lay your lives down for each other. No, these people will kill you if they have the chance. And, you know, it constantly shows up, you know, when you uh, it constantly shows up when you speak to him. So um, there's that. But back to uh, the whole Biden thing. Um, Personally, a lot of the uh, executive orders I've seen him sign really to me, it levels the playing field. You know, it levels the playing field for, you know, the poor. And it's it, it in the end i think it might help close this uh big old wealth gap we got and help rebuild the middle class um what do you think Ms. d
1: I don't know if I necessarily agree with that because right now at some point in time somebody's got to pull out a pocketbook you got millions of homeowners who are in forbearance someone eventually is going to have to pay for that you have unemployment a lot of states are out of money they're not paying the unemployment that they used to Um, you got the federal government stepping in giving an extra what is it three hundred dollars now that they're giving extra Um, And at some point in time, somebody is going to have to pay this back with people not paying taxes with businesses. um, You got businesses that are going out of business. So that's a lot less taxes that the states are actually collecting. At some point in time, someone's going to have to pull out a pocketbook. And the fact that let's go to the food stamp situation uh, that Roxy brought up. Um, The fact that you want to increase the food stamps. So my concern would be, is that a temporary fix to the COVID crisis? And if so, then, okay, then you don't necessarily have to call it food stamps. You just, families in need, I mean, that's, that's how you take care of that. In all honesty, instead of giving it to individuals at home in the form of money, because we all know what they're doing with that money um why don't you take that money and fund the um the programs that are actually feeding the people like the all the the shelters and um the the food countries that they got miles and miles of lines of families that are standing in line to get food so i don't necessarily agree that that levels out the playing field i think it put us in a more um in a different environment and i and i think At some point in time, America is not going to be able to sustain the trillions of dollars of debt that we keep getting into. And when is that going to hit the taxpayers? And people like me who pay taxes, I'm not for my tax dollars paying for what I see that they consider social services. Um, Because who I see benefiting are the baby mamas who want to sit at home and smoke weed all day long. Um, the guys who want to sit at home and not do anything but smoke weed all day long. So I'm not for my tax dollars funding those programs because those programs to me, which is why I'm not for socialism, do not benefit the the class who needs it. The homeless environment is continuing to grow. So at what point in time am I sitting here looking at somebody who's getting $800 or $1,200 a month in food stamps sitting in a $300,000 house that I can't even afford, um, but I'm, every time I walk outside, there are more and more homeless people. So to me, I don't think it necessarily levels out the playing field. I think it creates more entitlement. And I think that's a big problem in the black community is entitlement. And I think government involvement and those social programs create entitled individuals who don't feel like they have to get up and do their fair share. Okay.
0: That's fair. What's up, Miss Roxy? What's
2: I certainly agree with that, and I know that this is true. I think that part of uh, the reason that I'm going to crash is going to be because of all of those things that have been mentioned prior. Um, the unemployment rate is high. More than nine hundred thousand people apply for unemployment this week alone, um, and that doesn't even count all of the people that were already on unemployment or that were receiving additional unemployment or pandemic unemployment. Um, the people that are in forbearance for their properties, um, all of that's gonna come to a come to an end because once that time is up and they have been in forbearance for so many months, they're gonna have to. All of those payments are gonna become due, and either they're going to have to pay all of that up front. Um, or the government is gonna take their house and then we're gonna have a whole another a whole nother housing crisis. Um, oh
0: no with the situation that the well, government is you're right over. about that. Oh because yeah the- I can see the right. government I can see the government doing that and controlling housing all the time.
2: That's right. why they purchased all of these mortgages. That's why all of these mortgages have been backed by the government. So that if something happens The government can come and pull your certificate on your house. You haven't paid? Guess what happens? If you've been in forbearance for the last six months and then they say, okay, well now it's time to pay your loan. When it's time to pay your loan, you're already six months behind. Mm
3: -hmm. So
2: if they decide and they don't decide that they wanna put your loan at the back back end and they wanna leave it to make you pay it right up front, then you're already in a position for them to foreclose on your property. And guess who they
1: going for first? black folks of that roxy but i have so,
0: a question
2: i heard that
1: even even though the families that are in forbearance right now that property taxes are excluded from that so is that true do you still have to pay your property taxes even though your home is in forbearance because of covid
2: yes absolutely you know, listen our property taxes have nothing to do with our houses you better pay them. They tell you that it's not. They're going to tell you not to pay them. But I'm going to tell you, that's another way for them to get your property Take your because house. Okay. <laughs> they can take your house for your non-payment of property tax. A property tax you get three right. behind, they can put a lien on your house. And it's most people that's been, been behind for this last year. They put that lien on your house. Then you can't pay it. They take your house for property tax. And you don't even have to worry about the mortgage part of it because
3: yeah right now i think they're looking at two years yeah right now yeah right now they're looking at two years two years information you're behind they're definitely trying to get you for your your house they're trying to take your house so i tell people all the time if anything keep up on your payments as much as you can anything pay something because trust and believe these home mortgage agencies that got those houses Mm-hmm. Don't have no problem, and most of them are financial institutions.
2: They ain't looking out for your best interest. They looking out for the interest. Every one of them
3: is financial institutions. They can care less because the way they see it, it's collateral. We can uh, take that and give it to somebody else.
2: Take that, give it to somebody else. They period. don't care. And They restart that same mortgage. Yo, <laughs> right? <laughs> <They're> period. <laughs> Yo. top fight, top fight. There we go. And they making you pay it back too. Nobody got time. Yeah. Yeah, they make the U pay it back, so
0: it's double. So they're getting double kind of, you know what I'm saying? Of double. Of course. So with that, with that being said, I mean, them raising this uh minimum wage to fifteen dollars, truthfully, I think what well, is gonna raise the cost of living everywhere. Then on yeah. top of that, and then on top of that, it's you know, at the end of the day, who's gonna have a job to make fifteen dollars an hour?
2: Not only that, listen to this. It's going to make a lot of stuff more automated because if I can get the computer to do for me for $2, what I can get somebody else to come in here and do for me and they talking about me paying them and 15, that acc- it's going to be like 10 people going to lose their job. Because right, because that equipment depreciates. Yeah, I can only afford to pay so many people at this point. I'm going to have to start figuring something else out. Right. So you're it's gonna be and a whole lot more people that's unemployed.
1: And I don't that's think it should have been a fifteen dollar flat. I because I believe because the cost of living in New York compared to the cost of living in Alabama, mm. those two people making fifteen dollars an hour is not the same individual. Definitely oh,
0: it is. expenses. Now you say we are not the same. Not at not. all.
1: Trust me, I've lived in Alabama. Trust me, it's not the same. If
2: my rent in Alabama is four hundred and fifty dollars for a three bedroom. Right. Room, $50 an hour,
1: you balling out of control. Period. Yes. <laughs> yeah. California, New York, you're still scraping the bottom in of the barrel in California.
0: Oh, man. Scraping the bottom of the barrel. You ain't even that. you under the bottom of the barrel in California. <laughs> I'm about to say, oh, you might be living in your car. Ca- your <laughs> car? <laughs> you might be living in your car. Like, wait a minute.
2: $15 an hour. <laughs> you ain't
3: got no you car in your anymore. For what
2: car?
3: car? What car? Right, what you in living car? on the subway? Right in New York, you ain't got no car, but in California, you got a car, and that's what you're living in and out of. That's it. That's it. That's it. No, that's
0: it. You're, you're not gonna money. have you're not gonna be able to afford a car at $15 an hour, especially with California emissions. I think. No, they coming over with a car.
3: If they they coming over with a car, like they're coming over with a car, like they're coming from another state with a car, like people listen, people getting smart these days. They go to a whole nother yeah. state, find a cheap a scooter bug, and even yeah. yeah, you damn skip it, scooter bug, they asses on to the next stage. But see, that's my that.
1: with all of these um executive orders. To me, they are creating unemployment, even with the food stamps. You're encouraging more people to sit at yeah. home and do nothing mm-hmm. because get more by sitting at home doing absolutely nothing. So not only are you going to take away jobs, but you are also basically taking away the desire for anybody to want to be gainfully employed. Because
3: mm-hmm. there's the a cost with, with being gainfully That's employed. Why Even
1: though you get paid to go to work, there's a cost for you to go to work as well. When you crank up your car, they cost you gas, mm-hmm. rotating tires, oil changes, all that. It's a cost for you to go to work as well. So where's the incentive for me to be gainfully
0: employed? That, you know not. Not if you're you going to give me you
2: know $1,000 a week to stay at home. Right. $500 a week to stay at home. And my rent is free. I'm on Section 8. I don't have no extra bills anyway. And I'm on PIP. So my light bill and my gas bill was only $7 right. total. And then y'all giving me a utility check to pay right. my light bill and gas And bill. I got so three I baby daddies. And I got three baby daddies. Right. And
0: I'll never pay $12 in child support, so I ain't gotta worry about that either. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wish. Anyway. <laughs> I'm like, twelve, that's a damn who 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 lick? <laughs> I need to find it, because I'm getting my I'm getting my yes. head knocked off. No,
2: you just picked the wrong city to get your child support order uh, solidified in. That's all,
0: because if well, it was Indiana. in- No, well, Indiana. They,
2: they bust hey. your head. That's all that hey. is. Because uh, in Toledo, they will charge you $12, $25 a month, I think is what my child support order is for. Shit, they, uh, hell,
0: hell $25 was just for them processing the paperwork. Paperwork, right.
2: That's all I'm- well,
0: saying, you know, I got-
1: 80, Yeah, that's an that, that, admin. That, that ain't even
0: the real deal. Man, that's just an admin fee, right? Right. On and they they got the send eleven dollars
2: 77 out of that twenty five. They send eleven seventy seven every two weeks.
0: What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wish. Yeah, right. <laughs> the devil is a liar. <laughs> no, I wish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. So I think that minimum wage move was a bad idea, and I, you know, all you know, for a lot of the day, you know, my mom's like, "Yeah, he's giving away raises," I'm like. I'm Every just looking at her like. Fifteen dollars an hour. You know, I just looked at her. Uh, like, okay, yeah, right. You you believe?
2: Oh, to. But, boy, I'm had two tax. I'm had two tax employees in here, and I got right now. I got 20. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and okay. how do you
1: justify the people with two hundred, a hundred and two hundred thousand dollars worth of college uh, debt, making fifteen dollars an hour? And here you go. Paying Joe Bob working at Burger King, flipping hamburgers, making $15 an hour. How do you justify that? Mm. I'm not saying that minimum wage right now is a sustainable income, but I don't think those jobs were meant for you to be in forever either.
0: No, they're not. And that's yeah, I'm what exactly the and just- that's what a lot of people. Oh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're cool. Go ahead. Yeah, you, you get know, those jobs know.
1: when you're living at home with your mama and someone's paying the rent and the utilities and all that. You only have personal expenses.
0: Right.
2: But I'm on I'm only feeling it if the justifiable solution to that is you're gonna wipe away my student loan debt. <laughs> now, you wipe well away that's a, that's another debt. thing
0: that's leveling the playing field though. Uh,
2: hey, we can negotiate all day long about this fifteen dollars because that might be of more value to me. But just because an individual doesn't have to pay their individual
1: debt, it doesn't mean that at some point in time, someone's not going to have to pull out their pocketbook. The debt is going to be paid. You just have oh, yeah. to pay your loans.
0: Right. That's and in true. which case, you know, in which case America is ran off of debt. I mean, that's how this country functions. So, you know, if we, if we look at a broader scope, then, you know, we'll be able to see that You know, the more debt we run up, the worse off we actually are going to be at this point. You know, um, even with um, even with, uh, you know, dealing with the national debt, um, which I still think that, you know, it's 12 people, you know, who's sitting at those 12, uh, 12 Federal Reserve banks and 12 bank heads who's actually pulling the strings on all of this. Because I um I, I made a post on Facebook the other day and I said people don't understand that it's easier for them not to have equality because then that means that um, the the powers that really be get paid even more and it gives you separation in classes. <coughs> equality costs the other side money.
1: And I hear they're defaming Bitcoin or cryptocurrency, I should say. Mm-hmm.
0: That's why it took a big drop today.
1: Yeah, I hear there's a lot of talk about they don't think it's secure and um, people are using a cryptocurrency for um, uh, illegal solicitations and things of this nature. So, yeah, they basically, that's their way
2: of saying it, since they can't control it, you know, I'm going to tell you, though, they just um, they want people to <laughs> want tell us. Cryptocurrency. They want you to throw it away. Because guess what? Bitcoins at some point is gonna is there's not gonna be anymore. Like you're not gonna be able to buy them, get them. So if you don't have them, you're going to be hit. So they want you to dump on them right now. Just get scared, throw them all away because somebody else is gonna buy them up. Okay? And then you gonna be with hey, that. I'm waiting, I'm waiting to buy some. <laughs> listen, I'm telling you, don't listen. Don't listen to them people. Go ahead, get you some bitcoins. They say, you know, because it's going down, it is a thing, it is going uh-huh. down right now, and that's right. because of all of the negative connotations behind it, but guess what? Most people don't know that they just started a crypto bank. There's sure a is. bank that's coming.
0: Sure it
2: is. In China, there's already a Bitcoin
3: cryptocurrency bank. That's why they're trying to keep but, uh, China But of on. Secondly, If cryptocurrency time, can't
1: be regulated, what would be the purpose of a
3: bank?
2: Oh, they're bringing it here. They did. First ready to of
1: all, you
3: gotta the understand, they're they going to regulate it. And you can't say Bitcoin is going to disappear if all the banks are purchasing the yeah, world. That's, that's what they it. do. You have them. financial institutions purchasing mm-hmm. Bitcoin. There's no way in the world that you going to tell me that's going to disappear if they are taking billions of dollars and purchasing them themselves. Mm-hmm. It's not going to go away. What they want you to do as an individual person to get rid of your stuff, because it's only a certain amount of sashiyashi uh, coins anyway. He only has so many out there. So of course they want you to get rid of them. They want everybody not to buy them because all the financial institutions, Elon Musk, uh, Warren Buffett, uh, uh, LeBron James, every millionaire, billionaire that you can think of is buying them.
0: Mm-hmm. But that's I'm gonna tell you
3: right now, I'm buying so them, keep okay? An open mind. So that. keep an open mind when we say, oh yeah, you know, they're going down. In every single market, whether it's a foreign exchange market or a regular stock market in the NASDAQ or the one in the S&Ps, whatever, in China, Baghdad, wherever. Everybody's market goes down. Everybody's something goes down because what goes down comes up. What goes up must come down. It's the law of revenue. Exactly. So, yeah, of course it's going to fall. And guess what? It's going to rise again because that's what it has to do. It has to do that.
0: And and you know, a lot of people don't know this, but um, Bitcoin is going to be, you know, is going to replace the, the whole world's currency pretty soon.
3: It's an exchangeable currency that can be exchanged to any dollar, anything. It could be changed from here to China, to India, to Africa, to Trinidad, to, it doesn't matter. So with Bitcoin as a universal currency, it sits on top of everything. That's why they're trying to figure out how to regulate it, how to do this, how to do that. Same thing they try to do with the marijuana. Oh, we're going to erase the marijuana. Erase it off of here. We got to figure out how to regulate it, how to do this, how to do that. And now they want to bring it back, because you already knew it was helping people. You already knew the, the good things about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You just wanted to figure oh, out they were way using to it. it they were using
1: it when they classified it as illegal. Exactly. Don't get them twisted. They, well, they just like used. they did hairline. They, they just like used. they did. It was a medication medication when they named it
3: illegal.
0: Well, they cocaine, they were, they were hairline,
3: all those drugs class. There's class. They're narcotics. They're scheduled high class narcotics. They're all in drugs.
0: They're all in every pill you can possibly find. Hold on, wait a second. They were using it, but they didn't know that they were actually using marijuana because they were called. They called it
1: cannabis.
3: Cannabis.
0: But they didn't know that they were using it. Instead, when they seen the Mexicans in the Mexican revolution come across this border, they said, oh, they have this super plant that gives them superhuman power And and everything else. So they made it illegal.
1: Right, but doesn't that show your racism when you don't take the time to investigate what something Uh is, knowing that you were using it in your medication this entire
0: time? Absolutely. it's America defines defines racism. racism America defines racism. And speaking of that, so uh, Joe Biden got some flack earlier today, and I mean, he's getting a lot of it, and the man ain't even been in office like three days. You know, I mean, Literally. Um Senator Rand, uh, I can't think of his last name, said that Joe Biden, you know, made innuendos about them and the Republican Party and people with the Trumpism narrative. He said they called them uh um uh white supremacists. Well, I mean, and my thing is well, shit, if the shoe fit, wear it. Yeah, you know, even a hit dog hollers. So <laughs> So, you know, my thing is, hey, you know, stop being racist. Then we won't have these issues. What y'all think? What y'all think about that comment and how is it going to affect, you know, uh, Congress going forward? Honestly, Mm -hmm.
3: what my opinion It ain't affecting shit. It ain't affecting not a damn thing. Go on, keep it moving. And so what? That's what he said. And so what? Did y'all see that inauguration, though? Like, the the, the full-fledged, everybody with the outfit? Like, they was cold. They was cold in outfits. My bad, y'all. But, yeah. Forget the... Yeah, I'm sorry. Forget him. Forget him and what he got to say. And so what? He mad. 46 is in there, like, somewhere. And you see uh, Miss Diva with her outfit. Yeah, she was hot in yes vp popping. okay my bad
0: go ahead (laughs) all right so um what you think miss d
1: um honestly to me they're all white supremacists so it really doesn't matter there's there's not a soul sitting up there that i don't think that at some point in time was connected to the kkk their family was they haven't made a racist comment in all honesty, exactly. I don't put any of them, I don't look at any of them any differently than the next one. I don't look at Biden no differently than I look at Trump. To me, the only difference between the two is Trump is surface and Biden is, is, is he, he's a backhanded, the snake that won't let you know he's a snake. Mm. Um, and, and that's why I don't trust him. Um, but I, I mean, outside of that, I think we're getting to a place where it, censorship. <sighs> so it's okay for certain people to say certain things but it's not okay for another group of individuals to say certain things about this particular group of individuals and i think we're taking censorship a little too far Mm -hmm. it's just i've always said that trump is not the most presidential person on the planet um he doesn't need a microphone and a platform um because there are a lot of things that comes out of his mouth that really shouldn't be said on a national scale
0: Mm -hmm
1: at the same time i don't agree with the censorship of trump because if you can if you can censor the president of the united states of the free world then you can censor anybody
0: the, the, the cancel culture
1: the person here and what, what bothered me were the people that were so in support of the censorship of Trump have all complained that they have either been shadow banned, they've complained that Facebook blocked one of their polls, they've complained about this. So you can complain about it when it directly impacts you, but when it's somebody else that's being impacted because they don't share your views, you're all for the censorship. And you can't have it both ways. You either believe in freedom of speech or you don't. There's no middle ground there. You can't say this person can say what they want but this person over here can't because of their race because of their um, religious beliefs or whatever the case may be so I think we're taking censorship a little too far and we're either hanging on too much to what people say or not enough to what other people say and and they really need to address that Um, and and it goes back to what you always say change the language uh, change the narrative and language Trump has made people feel comfortable with speaking their minds and as much as that is hard for people to deal with you we found out a lot of things about people that we were close to that we hadn't before because everybody's speaking their minds now i think it's a great thing that you're actually seeing people for who they really are and we should have always been who we really are to our core regardless of what that is
0: Mm. facts um yeah and that cancel culture is going in social media absolutely all together and you know what and so if it does that then we'll have to go back to regular print that's what i suggested and yeah we talked about this before and you know matter of fact uh you know uh vince williams uh the publisher and owner of uh medieval magazine and i were talking and uh we 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 see this coming you know, where it's going to be, you know, nothing more than print, then that's how you're going to get a lot of the information that you get. Because of social media and its, you know, openness, it's no way to regulate it and it's no way to really deal it, deal with it. You know, and of course, you know, what's good for the goose is not good for the gander, according to this culture that we created. So when that goes away, you know, all we'll have left is print. Newspapers, magazines, um, and that's it. You know, so, I mean, we're actually preparing for that. Because even radio shows, you know, and some TV shows will probably be canceled too. Where the government is really going to start regulating the uh, regular programs that are on TV. But the only thing that's going to remain censorship is uh, print. So um i can see that going okay so um there is a big buzz about uh there is a big buzz about the inauguration we're talking about uh fashion the four ladies came dressed to a tee and bernie yes! bernie sanders came with some <laughs> mitts that yes did you say his mitt? this mitts was the bomb
3: they looked warm as hell they hey. look like the memes the
1: have given me new life. That's all I know. Because Bernie yeah. has been around the world in twenty-four hours. Yes.
3: yes, he has. Bernie Mac get
0: around in two days, didn't he? He been across the world, Craig. And, and I mean, he has been on everywhere. He been in LA with Friday. Hey, <laughs> I mean, I
1: think My favorite one is him sitting on Sheldon's couch and Sheldon saying, "You're in my spot." I think that's my favorite. Yes,
3: one. yes. That was, listen. That was my funny one. And then him, uh, him in the, him in the damn. Uh, Train station. That was cute. That was cute. Him on the him on the shadow, the little shadow thing, him in the taxi was cute. They had him everywhere. Him on the damn patio and him with the birds around him. he mm-hmm. been everywhere. Him, him, him
0: in people's grave sites with their grandma yes. say, Yeah, my grandma passed away so Ver, Uncle Bernie came and chilling with me.
3: Yeah, like, Bernie gets around, but listen, y'all, them outfits, though, I do want to get back on them outfits. I'm sorry, I know I know. I sound like a fashionista, but listen, you guys, they were all designed by black men. Oh, my God, like, those outfits was cold from, um, y'all, I know y'all said, well, dang, y'all didn't see it. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. You seen it, D. See? Yes. Michelle Obama that, that fit was on was the coldest I need one of them Yellow. that was cold listen her outfit was cold did y'all see oh my god
2: wait a minute you ain't never gonna find nothing that Michelle I know. Obama had on nowhere cause it's exclusive do you hear me Right. what I mean, them black men put that put them outfits together
0: yeah, then and the one that VP, I mean, and, and she's not VP had Important events. I like the one meme where they show Michelle Obama pointing, and Kamala Harris is like, "Oh me, you know." Hey. Yeah,
3: they were pointing at each other like, "Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah." That's for and, that, and, and, that,
0: and, that, and that's promoting unity. You know, and I think, right. and I think the whole thing is, I, and uh, Jill Biden also, she kind of looked like uh, somebody's grandma but
3: no she didn't she, she looked <laughs> like a straight teacher honestly she looked like a teacher even though she's a doctor she looked like a teacher for a second well, uh she is she's, she's a doc-
0: doctor yeah
1: she's, a, prof- te- prof- yeah. Yeah. she's, she's a, a professor yeah yeah she's a
3: doctor she's a professor as well yeah. well teacher there we go see is that what no no no, no.
0: she's looking? got her doctorates in teaching she's been a teacher that's okay yeah so she's she's been a teacher um, so I mean, yeah, it's gonna have that kind of a uh, teacher flair. And J-Lo, of course, came out with the all white, you know, outfit and everything, and that was cool, yes.
3: Yeah. And did you see? Oh my god, what's her name? Amanda with the with that big, uh, uh-uh. now I meant now, oh my god, Amanda's yellow was on point, like her whole outfit with the cage bird the thing uh, from Oprah Winfrey was the bomb. Like her whole little swag was the bomb. I'm so thankful to have a young lady like her to stood up and represent it for us. It was the bomb
0: She just she's just yeah. carrying on what uh, Maya Angelou did. That's all.
3: Absolutely. And she did that. And, and she I better think wear she... that cage burst Why that cage burst thing with her hand, she better wear that proudly, girl. Wear it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, she I'm, did do a good job. She she, 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 was, did, she honestly did that was the only part of the show that I could honestly say that I was impressed with. She did a good job.
3: She did an excellent job, yes. Yes, she did. Excellent. Yes, she did. Um, now, I did like, um, well, you know what I did? Like, um, I can't think of her name. What's the chick's name that had that bird on her? She had the bird all on her, the gold bird. Lady buzz. Gaga. Lady Gaga, yes. Lady Gaga. You know what? I should remember that because she's so extravagant. I ain't she. She's all... I'm hey, Lady
1: Gaga fan. I love Lady Gaga. Are
3: you? So you love her outfit? I mean, i have been.
1: I mean, it was it was it was
3: Lady Gaga ish. Right. Yeah, exactly. That big old tablecloth she had on that that was straight Lady Gaga ish. That was straight Lady Gaga ish. She had a, okay. a long tablecloth.
2: Anytime you can walk out and you can get away with wearing a meat dress, yes. okay? She wore a dress made out of meat. She can get away with anything. Gaga can get away with anything. <laughs> well, she definitely. definitely wear-
3: She definitely wore the hell out of that inauguration outfit. You can only she can only pull that off. It works for her. It works for yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. She can only she can only pull that off. She can only pull that off because that was the bomb. Garth Brooks came out there and did his thing. Trying to pass out COVID. Thank goodness everybody had a COVID testing beforehand. I love him. I love Garth I was Brooks. Too he was too so showing up
1: in them jeans and a black tie.
3: No, you're not. Listen, Brooke. first of all, you got to understand Garth Brooks, that's what it is, man.
1: I was too <laughs> dumb with Garth Brooks and putting jeans on. At least he could have put on some black jeans.
3: No, he had to wear the jeans with the black top. You know, listen, that's Garth but, Brooks. If you have noticed,
1: Garth Brooks. I was upset with everybody getting distracted with the fashion. Mm-hmm. Very upset. Don't get me wrong. Everybody looked good. Michelle looked fantastic. That color was popping. But I was so upset with everybody getting so.
3: It was fine. Like... Well, no, they did. not No, there was a lot of people that got into his speech. Like, there's a lot of people that got in depth with his speech. Oh, Joe like, Biden. Blighton. Well, I'm, okay, hold on, hold on,
1: hold on. I'm talking about black women. Black women oh. just stuck on fashion.
3: Uh, oh well, no. I like the fashion because their clothes was the, the the bomb from VPs beginning, Anissa, middle, end. I'm sorry. I'm that, sorry.
0: Do you realize that you interrupted me like three times just to. Try- I'm sorry about them clothes. Go ahead. Go ahead. So you mean to tell me that you weren't you weren't actually obsessed with their fashion, and you and then you did that. No, I'm just saying. I'm no, wasn't was the uh, They, they was as cute as
2: hell. They was cute as hell. They was the bomb.com All of them, damn it, shit. Uh, I'm sorry. You started screaming. Yeah, yeah hey, I'm right. to go back and watch the replay? I'm just trying to figure out what they had on because I ain't. Yes, yeah, because they was hitting But then on top of that, honestly,
3: the 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 value that Joe Biden, I mean, President mm. Biden. 46 it was excellent. Yes, he stuttered a little bit, but I feel like it's cold. So well, know, it it's not crazy. it's
0: not cold, but him stuttering also kind of told me that uh you know, he was speaking from the heart. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't just something that he just, you know, write, wrote because right you know, and sometimes I stutter read my own shit. I get it. You know, but it's because it's from the heart.
1: And you know what? That's one thing I will say I like about uh, President Biden. Um, I don't necessarily agree with his policy, but I do think that oftentimes he does speak from the heart, and he does have compassion when it comes to a lot of things. Even though I don't agree with his policies, that that's one thing I'll give him. I'll give him that.
0: Right? And
1: because he's experienced real loss. Any when you experience real loss, it it, it humbles you so i think that has a lot to do with it as well
0: well i think it has also a lot to do with some of the things that he has done um you know so far in office too This is another impossible. and i mean he has one big mess to clean up so i you know i mean and the one at least he's being proactive
1: and he inherited a shit show
0: yeah and you know we can Say we the can pay 45 for that um you know, and it's 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 been a shit show. So, um, Anissa, Roxy, um, so what do you, what do you think about uh, what's gonna happen? What, what do you think it's gonna look like when you know the market crashes? Because I mean, we've all predicted it, and it's going to be it's really soon. That's actually coming up upon us. Hello, ladies. Either one,
3: Dealer. Dealer. Oh, okay. I was waiting. I was thinking this was gonna hop one uh, I know, she has a, a lot more to
2: speak. Sorry, for. I'm about to, y'all. I'm trying to. I'm multitasking here. You know, it's time for me to go. It's time to go. I got to run. Oh, I, <laughs> I, uh, I know uh, that's right. Uh, My bad. Yeah,
3: yeah, either one of you
0: But um, mm. but when
3: it comes to the stop right now, um, it it is gonna crash. When. It's, it's it's really up to, hell, it's really up to the financial institutions. It's really up to them printing off that money. It's really up to a whole lot of different things. The only thing I say is um, why they are saying run from it, that's the things that you run to. Mm-hmm. So you want to listen to pretty much the opposite right now of what they're saying. Um, yes, the stock market is going to crash. So yes, we're going to agree to that. But you have to find other commodities to get into, um, or you can hold out, pull it out. Yeah, or exactly start pulling multiple streams of income, so then you don't necessarily have to worry about uh, that—that the cup is you know the milk is spilled type situation.
0: Right, because because a lot of things now, especially you know in the computer age, are somewhat made recession slash depression proof. Yes, absolutely. Um, we, you know, we got to get into these uh, streams of income. You know, uh, right now, I think.
2: Yes, right now. Now is the time. Um, I'm telling you. So I didn't. I didn't know anything about forex before we started doing our trading. But I'm gonna tell you right now because it is a recession-proof form of income. Mm-hmm. Even even after the market crash, I'm still gonna be trading. You know what I mean? So I think that that's one of the big things. Like you said, you need to get into some form of uh, business where it's recession proof because the market is going to crash. Um, the housing market is going to crash.
0: Some like it, it as early as March.
2: It's going. Yeah. Yes. It's, yes. It's, it's all going to have to come down because like Miss D said earlier, at some point, somebody has to go into their pocket. And we don't have it. We already in debt. They already trying to print new money for new stimulus to to, to compensate for what we have and where we're short at right now. So, well, not only um, that,
0: but I think we're looking at the forest fire effect, too. You know, when you when you burn down a forest over time, it's going to grow back and it'll grow back stronger and bigger than what it was when it was, before although it takes a while.
3: Exactly. I like I mean, that that's true yourself. too.
2: But this yeah. is not the first time the stock market has crashed. It happened in two thousand and eight. It's going to happen again. It happened. It has the it the it has to reset itself. It has to.
0: Okay. So so what do, have have in the of it, what do you think? The we're doing again? You
2: know that it's happening. Prepare yourself. Right.
3: So as you're preparing yourself, you want to look at multiple streams, either starting your own business, um, like she said, Forex. She jumped into Forex. I jumped into Forex. I've been playing with stocks um, before that. Uh, so, yeah, with that being said, you got to understand, though, with um, foreign exchange and Forex and, and trading and stuff, it's the financial market. It carries high risk. It may not be suitable for all investors or people that's trading on the margins. and yeah. utilize and carry different, you know, high level and risk. So just make sure you are um, understanding if you do invest, you have to understand it's a possibility that you might lose it all. So just know, um, when it comes to trading and things like that, we have to at least say our risk disclosures to right. let people know that yeah. you know you have to at least disclose that information. Oh, you. for sure, that's
0: what anything. Yeah, yeah so honest. I just want to get in that anything. risk
3: disclosure. Yeah, definitely get into you know you know get in and learn,
0: learn. Okay. And I'm I'm, doing that, I'm doing that as well. You know, kind of learning on the go with Forex, um, and picking up yeah. you know, terminology and stuff here and there. Um, and, I mean, and
2: forest is not the only the only recession-proof source of income. You know, I just said that because that's the one that I decided to jump into. But you can create streams of income on your own. There's plenty of businesses that were started right up out of COVID because people had to pivot from I mean, what they were already no, doing in no order video. to do something different and still make money.
0: Yeah, so,
2: glass got hot during
1: COVID
0: nineteen. Telling you, no, no, no filter was created during COVID nineteen some of the stuff you wouldn't even think of right um, you did, because thing.
1: you know hey I, I i did I, I created the virtual audits at work because of COVID 19. so yeah oh did you really yeah oh that's cool I yeah do. we we piloted virtual audits at work we were trying to find different ways because we couldn't go into offices anymore so we started doing virtual audits we were already using zoom to have meetings so we was like hey why don't we just use the zoom meeting as a way to conduct a virtual audit so everybody got mobile cameras. So we actually connect to Zoom and we conduct virtual audits, sitting from our desks or sitting from home. So, yeah, COVID
0: nineteen. And you know what? Um, one thing about COVID nineteen for all of us who are you know creative, you know it really brought it's really brought out that creativity. Um, within a lot of us and it just goes to show you you know what you can do when you know your back is actually against the wall on a lot of it or you know and how you can come out of it so I think you know from a psychological standpoint we really need to focus more on what we can do differently versus how we can continue to do the same thing we've been doing
1: right Learn
3: how to tackle those hurdles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of people that found out they they know how to sew. And, you know, people getting their little uh, fashionista on. And there's people that have, you know, taken up different schooling and classes. And um, people taking up painting. Now there's people that's selling their art everywhere. You know, people are doing some amazing things.
0: Right. And bloopers and, and,
3: and bloopers and stuff, bloopers or whatever you call them, thingies
0: <laughs> And with, you know, and um, with uh, COVID, too, it, it's been kind of like, all right, so we're in this position. We know that certain things are going to uh, are going to go away. Like, for instance, we talk about TV. Uh, you and I, uh, Anissa, were having this conversation earlier today about uh, content. You know, on TV, and how a lot of these studios can no longer afford to produce shows because they can't have a studio audience. Right. Um, So I think, you know, it was important that, like, especially for writers and script writers, um, Mm -hmm. how they came up with concepts to, you know, that has those TV shows around social distancing. Right.
3: Yeah. They started doing more zooming. And uh, you know, now you was watching the stars, watching
0: the TV show. You know what I'm saying? Remember, well, you started well, saying that. I mean, it TV. even goes beyond that because, um, like, if you look at, say, like a soap opera, like uh, The Bold and the Beautiful, you see their new episodes. It's all done around social distancing. Really? The, no, I don't watch soap
3: operas. Well, I'm uh, just, I'm just
0: saying, if you, if you just so happen to look at it, you'll, you'll be like, oh, okay, you know, then that's a little different look. Uh, even, even news, even the news is doing that now where you may not even have three of them at, you know, in the, in the station, you know, at all. And they're developing these concepts for social distance Oh,
3: right, right. Cause then they have a the little, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Like, you're right. You news, know, so, yeah, um, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, they're doing that. And I mean, it, it's like my daddy used to say, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Absolutely. So I think, I think it's important. Right. And it's important at this time that we try to figure out what we can do to be creative. I mean, and it even goes back to what I was saying with, you know, social uh, social media and how, you know, this cancel culture is really getting ready to cancel social media altogether. So, you know, um, we're making a, you know, uh, contingency plan to stay in print. You know, and it makes you start really thinking about uh, fail-safe type of ways of living. So, um, that's kind of my take on it. All right, so, uh, ladies, we got about five minutes left. Uh, so, uh, what you got going on, Miss D? Anything new?
1: Um, the uh, only thing new, uh, still doing a lot of ring, still um, working on projects at work, trying to find different ways to be creative, uh, taking us into the new future um, because apparently COVID-19 is going to be here for a while. So um, doing a lot of outside of the box projects at work right now. So I got a few things on my plate there. Um, uh, seeing where we can take the child support reform, going forward, um, getting a lot of people who want to volunteer for the movement. So trying to get some more of that um, word out, getting legislat- um, legislation out, um, just getting, just, just making it part of the conversation. Um, we found out that um, they have pretty much coined uh, the child support hustle. So we're hearing that a lot more in everyday conversation. So it's good that that's getting out. Um, outside of that, just Trying to find multiple streams of income, just started playing around with the stock market myself. So I'm um, dabbling a little bit of Forex. I still haven't dove all the way in head first, but I, I got my toes in the water right now. So just working on different streams of income, just trying to better myself and, and make a future for what appears to be um, a little uncertain uh, right now during COVID-19 time. So that's
0: about it. it. You know what, and I'm gonna say this, it's uncertain for uh, a lot of things in everybody. And right now, um, I'm not sure where, you know, where this future is headed or where it's looking. And all we can do is we can really learn to adjust on the fly or as they say in the army, shoot from the hip. Um, So what's up with you, uh, Ms. Rocks?
2: I would say uh, adaptability. That's the key. You have to learn how to adapt to what is going on around you. Um, That's what I've been focusing on doing. Um, I'm like, Ms. D. I love uh, side money, is what I call it, side money, residual income. I love for somebody to pay me to do absolutely nothing. So I've been looking for ways to get paid doing
0: that. you know what uh, it, it, and it don't and it don't surprise me that you would actually say that too but it's extremely smart though
1: it's i got
2: two sources right now of residual income i like residual um exactly. i'm trying to i'm really trying to focus on getting my um, nonprofit um to where it needs to be so that we can help as many people in the community as possible um right now I'm still focusing on this transitional housing. I'm trying to get this summer camp together and then logistics for summer camp. Um, also the food pantry because we started the produce market and we want to add to it and do a food pantry and a soup kitchen so we're working on that and then um, yeah I just you know looking for some new sources of money. I do forex, um, I trade for myself and then uh, we also have uh, the auto trader. I know you
0: guys know about the auto trader, so that's another source of side money, so I said two, but it's actually three because they trade my money for me on side, and yeah, it's pretty good. Right, and y- y- oh, yeah. <laughs> <that>? oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> that's funny. <you> <laughs> anyway, what about you, Miss Adisa? Oh, uh, Pretty much the working on finding a trade house, working on finding, um, definitely working on a trade house right now. I need to find an office that I can get into and be able to um, do my training as well when it comes to EMS safety services, because I'm definitely trying to uh, provide more um, first aid training um, to people within the community for free. So, with that being said, um, I know I need to be able to at least have the, um, you know, everything in place to do so. Um, I will be partnering soon with a, um, a sponsor that will also be um, assisting me with getting that program situated. So, yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: All right. That's what's up. And, and so then, of
3: course, you know, I am Forex trading. Definitely. yeah
0: there is that Um, you know I'm doing a few things myself and you know uh, really begin to uh, pivot and come with uh, you know a different mindset Uh, just going through the maturation process of being you know who I am in in this media industry and that's that's a good thing Um, you know doing a lot more writing and that's really cool Um, you know and really starting to get in touch with you know just reality and what it looks like for other people versus myself um so i wrote this poem it's called uh what about them and uh rocks had some sort of inspiration in that is because i was thinking you know about how a lot of people you know uh they do well in life and forget to give back or how we, you know, or how we, you know, can just look at somebody in need and, you know, just kind of walk past them, you know? And when we get on hard times, we uh, seem to think about ourselves instead of thinking about, you know, there are other people in worse predicaments and not being being thankful that it, you know, it can get worse. So I wrote this poem uh, called, What About Them? Um, And it says, so things aren't going as smooth as you thought, and we tend to look at things in our circumstances that's out of balance and even sometimes spinning. We need to stop thinking no, saying, hey, it could be worse, and remember, we're not the only ones not winning. People are literally starving and homeless, and hell, most of us are just poor. So I think it's important not to, even when it gets harder to ignore. If these things stay in our thoughts and they get into our core, then we'll always remember them and say to ourselves, what are we complaining for? So in the end, everyone has a story to tell, and unfortunately, it won't end up on QFM. So in times of crisis and misery, stop and ask yourselves, what about them? And that is that poem. And, you know, I want you all to, you know, before we sign off here, I want you all to just take a minute and think about what about them? What about the people that are less fortunate, that are starving, that are homeless, that, you know, are in hospitals due to COVID-19 and all of that? And, um, you know, we really need to give that some thought before we get into our feelings about, you know, our own personal situation. And any last words, ladies? No, I like like that. That that. was nice.
2: Yeah, that was pretty deep. Right, right. You know, I'm always thinking about, uh, that's, uh, you know, they say that that's my uh, weakness because I'm always worried about somebody else, uh, Mm -hmm. what's going on with them, but I can't help that. And I think that that was a great poem and I think that we definitely should um be grateful for the things we have and where we are in life because it definitely could be worse man. i just had to go to a funeral for one of my one of my customers because her baby daddy decided to stab her and her friend and death.
0: man are you you um, You serious
2: yeah domestic violence is real see that's one of the reasons i started hhb i can't deal (laughs) i can't deal Right.
3: right that was a whole poem in itself right there
0: right and you know i just honestly think that you know it, even when, you know, even when I look at, I don't tend to look at what I don't have. I try to look at what I do have. And then I kind of find out like, you know what? It ain't so bad after all, you know, we'll go from here. And that's that's just where we at. Miss D, anything?
1: Uh, I just want to add, even when we are going through our moments, I think what people need to realize is the key to that is realizing that it's just a moment. Hmm. Um, time and to not fester in it to not sit in it um don't don't just rest in that moment even great moments they're just moments in time get up dust your knees off and and keep it moving
0: and and in the end because you're going to be doing it anyway and when we fester in those moments um we tend to delay our blessing or our process you know, because we're stuck uh, right where we are. And, you know, we really have to make, uh, we really have to do better as a society of, you know, not doing that. And, you know, just thinking that we're the only ones going through something. Although it may seem like it in your world, um, in the reality of it, there's there's billions of people that's probably going through a lot worse than we are. I mean, what about those- Everybody. Right, Everybody's
1: got a sad story
0: to tell. Exactly, and that's really? why I said. And in the end, everyone has a story to tell, and unfortunately, it won't end up on QFM. Like, in, you know, yeah, yeah. People say, "Oh, I got this story. I should write a book." I said, "No, you should." And here is why: because your story is no different than no one else's. That you know, we all go through things. It's just we all go through them differently. But in the end, a struggle is a struggle. I wouldn't
2: say don't write the book, though, because that's how I, I was, I was about, about to say, I say don't day. write the book, write that book. I can get over a struggle by reading your book. Listen, I'm writing, man. I'm going to tell you right now, you better bad Because <laughs> this coming out as another source of residual income. Thank
0: you. Well, and there you go with that shit.
2: <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't blame you,
0: but you know, hey. My story, I
2: tried to get your poems. I don't know what you talking about.
0: My my poems? Oh, I got poems. <laughs> oh, I've wrote poems. I've got at least like 10 more that I've wrote this week.
2: You no, know, I know. I be trying to get all the good stories. Listen, it, I think it, my story it, is gonna bust somebody's eardrum.
0: My mine is too. I got I got one more that's that was really good that I wrote. Um I wrote it uh, I think I want to say New Year's Day, perhaps, and it was just about um it's just about people who, you know, really overthink and, you know, do these things. Because we all have a habit of overthinking. And one day I was touched by something. Because for me, to write a poem, all it takes is for me to hear a word. Sometimes, and that word will inspire me to actually write, you know, write, you know, different poems. Uh, this one. And this is where we're all headed. I wrote this one, um new year's day and it's called the next level um so you've been obedient and learning your lessons so in a sense i've prepared you for the blessings that's in store but for you to accomplish my purpose and reap those benefits i grant you a power that you've never felt before you in fact have always had this ability but for the next level you'll have to use it with a lot of agility I've been using this gift since the beginning of time and now you can use it for my purpose because I put power behind every rhyme. You now you know how I you, you know how I want you to use it so it's no need for me to say. And if you need to use it to defeat your enemies where they lay. Now go forth and remember I'm always timely and all I ask in return is for you to say to me thank you kindly. And that's that was one that i just wrote you know kind of uh kind of went with what i was thinking at the time so that's thank it thank you
1: kindly sir
0: yeah absolutely you're welcome but i'm not god so <laughs> you can't tell me that, that you know you might want to tell him um
1: no just for the read thank you kindly. oh
0: yeah absolutely absolutely i you know um i enjoy writing poems i hadn't you know been able to do it like a lot but you know, I, lately I've been getting back to it. Um, it. That used to be my
2: outlet too. Oh my god!
0: Um, you know what? It, it's it, it's more than that. You know, for me because a lot of times when I write, it reminds me exactly where I'm at, and it it really you know I really use it to help me deal with you know like certain situations sometimes. But um, there's a there's an old saying that you know, in times of crisis or in times of trouble, the mind will always revert back to its natural instinct. And and I truly believe that. So, all right. So anyway, with that being said, um, we have reached the end of our show. Uh, we thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is Devil's Advocate. And on behalf of Miss D, Roxy, and Mrs. Anika, i'm the renegade and you guys have a good one and stay safe and remember what we said because it might actually save your life